Joining us now is Bryce Hayes on the program, and he's uh, got a nice little chance on the weekend. Uh, a couple of nice chances. G'day, Bryce. Good morning, David. How is your Christmas, mate? Uh, just the same old for those of us that uh, grind away, uh, grind away at the coalface, David. We're just exactly. falling away. You know how yeah, it is, mate. You know exactly, how it is. mate. No, exactly right. And we've mentioned this the last couple of days uh, with trainers and. I think it needs to be acknowledged. I know we're continuing to talk about it on the 29th, but it doesn't stop. The horses still need to be fed. So while everyone else is out gallivanting around, um, the racing game continues on. Mate, two nice horses you've got in on Saturday. Um, I want to talk about uh, this horse in race four. You've got Nash riding, uh, Pukare Kare. Um, what did you make of her trials? Uh, or his, uh, you know, the, the Canterbury trial was nice and quiet, and then... Alicia rode that trial at Hawkesbury and just was sort of just doing what she needed to do? Yeah, for sure. No, we're just uh, sort of bringing her back up and, um, yeah, just bringing her back up uh, to sort of uh, plan to run on this race first up. And, um, look, we've been happy enough. She's done plenty of work. Um, just had two trials to um, sort of ready her um, for her first up run. But, um Look, she's a much, naturally, which is the same as any horse, three to four, but she's a much bigger horse than she's ever presented before at the races. So we're very mindful of that, and um, she'll certainly take a run, if not two runs, before she's sort of hitting her peak, that's for sure. And one thing I'm keen to get your uh, thoughts on is, like, I know she's got through soft ground before, and she obviously raced her last run, last prep on a heavy, but she's by Savabeel, and I had a Savabeel, and it just seemed like, for mine particular Savabeel and others I've been involved with, that, the, the drier the deck, the better. Are you excited to actually get her on a, a good surface for the first time since, what, her debut run? Yeah, look, it's a very competitive race, that race here tomorrow. Make no mistake about it. But um, she is a superior horse on, on firmer ground. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that's with a lot of the Savabils? Oh, look, I probably haven't had enough of them, David, to be honest. But um, the ones that I've got, uh, I've got two here, and, and both of them are pretty much duffers on the, on, on the wet ground. But... You know, as you well know, and uh, everyone knows, you know, we've faced significant wet ground. I mean, a lot yeah. of horses that haven't handled it through the last 12 months. Exactly right. Now, I guess you're obviously going to get through Saturday, but is there a bit of a plan in the back of your mind about where you want to sort of take her? Is it just a matter of getting her through the grades? Is there a particular optimum distance you want to get her out to, or is it just sort of wait and see what happens? Yeah, no, we'll kick her off there on Saturday, and as um, long as she's, um, you know, competitive and, and, um, you know, we sort of execute the race right. Um, it should be ridden in a conservative manner. And um, then ideally we, you know, see what happens and run her in a few weeks. And then, um, yeah, we'll just go from there. But um, there's a couple of races, obviously, uh, Saturday. And then, again, second up where she'd sort of be in her grade. And, and um, she's going well. And hopefully she runs up how she's going at home. All right. What about King Rattel, mate, which goes around, uh, who was good last start at Randwick? He was very good, uh, take nothing away from his effort, but he was aided by an outstanding ride uh, that no doubt got us the result. But I still think the horses have put a credit to uh, to get up like he did. Um, but uh, he, he, you know, naturally this is uh, the next step up for him uh, to prove himself in this sort of 78 outside of midway grade. Um, but um, look, he's ready for it. Um, he's appreciated three weeks between runs. Uh, it's much harder there for him tomorrow, but he's a lot more ready than he has been previously when he's tackled harder assignments, that's for sure. What about uh, Canberra tomorrow, mate? Um, uh, you've got uh, Mesa Torre going down there in that 1,200-metre uh, race? 
Uh, yep, she'll be very competitive. Uh, she was obviously simply outclassed the other day, and um, she's just been a difficult filly at home. So we're just sort of we're trying to get some continuity in terms of getting her back to the races. It backfired a little bit, um, even though she was out of her grade. But look, uh, I'm really happy with her, and I, I think she'll run boldly tomorrow. Tomorrow. All right. And what about the other horse, mate? Uh, Appetite for Risk, who comes out of that uh, win at Canberra last start on speed. You wouldn't have your last on him, David. You wouldn't have your last on him. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, look, can't fold him. And um, he's in his right grade. And albeit he's got to carry a, a bit of weight, he sort of drops back in grade and sort of finds another another sort of setup that would suit him. And um, uh, there's no reason why, you know, you couldn't have an expectation that he, that he should run well. Um, he might be at the end of his prep, but there's been nothing at home to suggest that he isn't. And um, he deserves to go down there and... And, and try and uh, knock on the door again for sure. I like it. Uh, well, mate, uh, have a great day on Saturday. Two nice horses going around for the stable and also hopefully you can get some winners there in the nation's capital tomorrow. We love what we do, Dave. Compliments of the season to you and your listeners. Hope Fantastic. Finds a winner.